No, I, I had something I literally just got done talking to the guys about that I just didn't think it was appropriate. You guys like the inappropriate things. You wish I'd say more. Yes. It's good for ratings. What we got? James Malik McLean made his Penn State debut last weekend, scored a touchdown. What did he do from the time he stepped foot on campus to last Saturday to earn that playing time? You know, he's been a he's been a really nice addition uh, physically. He's been a really nice addition culturally. Uh, he got here a few days late uh, after the semester started. It was like a scramble. He did extremely well academically. Continues to do well academically. He's always got a huge smile on his face. He's helping on special teams. He's helping on offense. We recruited him out of high school, so there was already that relationship. We had a really good relationship with his high school coach as well. Um, he's been awesome. He's one of the more popular guys on the team. Everybody likes him. He's just been a really good fit uh, for our program, and we're glad we got him. Um, you know, originally out of IMG, um, you know, MNK Tron, so. You know, we're, we're fortunate. K.J. Hamler, we've gotten some good guys out there. James, you mentioned uh, the conversation yesterday was about Theo not getting any targets, but uh, his work in the run game, did you see an improvement from him there? And did that uh, weight he put on the offseason, did that pay off? Yeah, I think you guys have heard me talk about it. Um, you know, we have real tight ends here, and that's no knock on anybody else, but I just think we got real tight ends that both block. Um, you know, and are able to hurt you in the passing game. I think Brenton Strange is a really good example of that. Why did he get drafted so high? Because he can bring a ton of value. Special teams, um, offense as a receiver, offense as a blocker, and those guys are hard to find nowadays. And uh, we've done a good job of recruiting those guys. We've done a good job of developing those guys because a lot of them, I wouldn't say necessarily did that in high school. So yeah, it's hard to say the tight ends are gonna, not gonna be a factor in the game. Um, because there's a lot of different ways that we're using them. But we'd like, like it to be a little bit more balanced. So, so Liam was announced as that number three receiver uh, pregame. Has he really locked up that spot, or is that going to be updated like week to week? Yeah, we, like I've talked about you know, for a while, we got two guys that have really kind of established themselves, and then we got a number of guys that we feel good about. Liam is one of those guys. Obviously, Malik is, is one of those guys. Uh, there's a number of guys that are, are competing um, and we'll continue to be a, a weekly competition. Do you Could expect you to have Amari Evans this week? Um, it's it's early in the week to say, but he practiced today and practiced well, so we'll, we'll see. How has his development continued since the end of camp? Good. James, you mentioned yesterday some bumps and bruises for Hunter. We saw a couple other centers involved on Saturday. Can you talk about where the center depth is right now with Nick coming back after last year missing time and what Ruley's been able to do as a walk-on? Yeah, Ruley's Ruley's been been really good for us. We've been pleased with him. Um, he's a hard worker. He continues to get bigger and stronger. Um, obviously, Nick uh, is a guy that almost became a captain. Is so well respected, kind of within our program. Uh, but we do got some bumps and bruises, and and we do got some guys that are that are, are fighting through. There's some uh, you know, there's some some flus going through or some sickness going through campus that we're dealing with a little bit right now, but, uh, but, but, but good. You know, I think, you know, Venga's another guy that's, that's played center for us and can do it as well. I wouldn't say he's a traditional center at 350 pounds, but he's got the ability to do it. Can you comment at all on Abdul's situation and his status? Uh, yeah, we, as you know, we don't, we don't talk about those things um, publicly. Um, obviously, it's being handled and dealt with uh, internally. 
Um, this is new to you guys. It's it's not new to us, um, as you can imagine. James, you proactively mentioned uh, Katron before your press conference the other day. And I'm just wondering what is kind of behind that. Where, do you think maybe he's not getting some of the uh, visibility that maybe he should? or Because typically when you say that kind of stuff, there's a reason behind it. Yeah, I think in, in general, I just think uh, there's guys on our team that our coaching staff um, has a ton of respect for. And when we talk to um, you know football people, Coach Grow came here this summer and spent a couple days with us. And, and he raved about you know Katron and guys like Katron within our program. Uh, when we talked to the NFL scouts, um, I just, I just, I hope from our fan base and from our media um, that he's appreciated uh, externally the way he is internally by his teammates and the coaching staff. James, new quarterbacks probably always get the benefit of new shiny object syndrome um, early in their career, but I think when you watch Drew, it's hard not to go, okay, I get it. How does that feeling sort of reverberate through a football building when you've got a guy that makes a debut like that? And how do you manage short-term and long-term expectations for a guy like that? Yeah, I think, you know, I think you guys have gotten a chance to see him last year and then a little bit in practice. So you're getting to see him kind of more extensively now and forming your opinions. We have kind of felt this, this way for a while. Um, you know, that, that he had a chance to, to play really well for us um, and be the type of quarterback that, that people would be excited about, that his teammates would believe in, and, and really that room as a whole. I think you guys also got a chance to see it's going to look different, um, but that Bo has a chance to be a, a really talented quarterback as well for us. So, um, you know, I think it's, I think it's, it's good. It's, it's needed. And the thing that's promising to me is there's some guys that are super talented but they don't work like that. They don't live live it the way he does. So to me, um, you know, until he continues to do it game after game and stack days, it's still somewhat unproven. But it, but it gives me comfort as the head coach uh, with an offensive background to watch him and his habits and, and how he approaches it uh, to feel like he's got a chance to play at a high level on a consistent basis. We watched, a, I showed a film uh, to the team today before coming out and it was talking about, you know, guys like Tom Brady and guys like uh, Michael Jordan and LeBron, who not only had successful careers, but did it for 10, 20 plus years and, and Tiger Woods and how hard that is to do. Um, you know, so it's a great message about consistency. And I think that's really what we're all trying to do in college football is how do you teach young people, college players and college teams, how to practice and play on a consistent level. And that's that's our challenge right now. We practice good. We practice like a really good football team. Um, are we practicing yet um, and displaying the habits and behaviors of a great or elite team? Um, and that's a that's a challenge for me and the coaching staff and the leaders. James, you're going to pretty pass heavy offense last week. How can we expect to see? So was it was it pass heavy? What was it our was balance? Thirty-five carries, twenty-nine passes. I think it's the opposite of what you right. said. But what what other question, What other questions we got? Because it's the opposite. We had we had more carries than passes. James, going back to Malik, week one of the NFL season.
you have any sort of routine where you communicate with players? Or if you guys have a question, I got no problem with the question, but the, the question has to be based on facts. You can't loop your narrative into the question you want to ask to get your answer that you want. Week one of the NFL. Do you have any sort of routine where you communicate with former players, wish them good luck, anything like that? No, I'm, 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 I'm too busy. They're too busy. Um, it was great that all those guys came um, to the game on Saturday. I only got to see um, uh, Amani and and um, and Saquon. They literally came out in the handshake line of the recruits. I was like, you know, do I get another few years with you? Um, um, but usually they'll go to my wife's tailgate, but my wife was under the weather and didn't, didn't have her tailgate like she normally does. That's usually how we'll connect with a bunch of those guys. Um, but I, I don't get to interact with them a little bit. A lot of times I'll get a text, say, hey, I'm coming into town, and then I connect them with who they need to be connected with for tickets and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, Micah actually spoke to the team uh, Friday night. He didn't get to do his share. Um, that most of the veterans get to do before they leave because his third year, the season got canceled, as, as most of you guys know. Um, so he did his share Friday night before the game, which, which was really cool to hear our players, his perspective, not just now, but looking back at his career and what he appreciates now and what he, what he, what he sees now that maybe he didn't see at the time. What has JB brought to the line? Offensive line. He's just so physical. He is a physical, physical presence. Um, you know, tries to finish people. Um, you know, really is able to get movement. He's powerful. He's a powerful. He's 330 pounds. He plays with a nasty disposition and demeanor, which we need. Uh, typically here at Penn State, especially on the offensive line, we've got a bunch of really good kids. Um, and there's, it's hard to find those kids that can flip the switch and turn the nasty streak on when you need them to. James, going back to Malik, you talk about him having an impact culturally. How has he evolved as a leader in that wide receiver room? Yeah, I think it's, it's hard to come in and say you're going to be a leader from day one when you don't have the relationships, you know, but he's, he's built those relationships and he's earned uh, the respect of the room through his, through his actions and his, and his attitude and his work ethic.